Tamarindo Podcast. Un podcast para ti. Y para mí. Tamarindo Podcast is your hosts. Luis Octavio. And Brenda Gonzalez. And we are your socially conscious talk show with a Latino vibe. We are amigos talking politics, food, music, and life. Welcome! Claro que sí. Oh, man. What episode number are we on? We are on our quinceañera episode. Ah, our quinceañera. Yes. Very excited. Very exciting. Who's our special guest for this episode? Well, in this episode, we have a very, very talented and special guest, A.B. Soto with Chacha Bitch. Very cool. Some of you might know him from the RuPaul Drag Race and all of our social media channels. You probably saw some of his great work. So we're really excited to talk to him. We're going to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. And we have yes, we have some uh, some podcast recommendations for you. And of course, La Chancla. All right. So let's get started with Que Pasa. Hey, what's up, Luis? Que Pasa? What's new with you? Why? Que onda? Well, um... You know, you got me hooked now on listening to podcasts. Very cool. Like I'm yes. like searching and, you know, trying to see get, get, what, what podcasts are out there. And I just happened to uh, bump into one that I'm obsessed about. This is Ooh, how obsessed I am, okay? They have over 150 episodes and I've listened to 25. Wow. Yeah. So How long is each one? Like It's about minutes? 35 to 45 minutes. Um so what I like about this podcast, for those of you who speak Spanish and can understand it, this is definitely for you, uh, se llama El Podcast de Chilango. Mm -hmm. And this Chilango podcast happens every Tuesday. They, they, they do a new, uh, a new episode every Tuesday. And it's actually a magazine in Mexico City. And so what they do is they talk about what's going on in the city, que restaurantes to go visit, um, you know, what um, concerts are in town. And it's so great. Man, their topics are freaking awesome. And it makes me feel like I'm in El Defe. Very so cool. I love that podcast. What's it called again? It's called El Podcast de Chilango. And you can find it on iTunes. So, so yeah. So listen to it, you guys. It's so freaking cool. What about you? ¿Qué pasa contigo? Uh, nothing new. Not very much. Like, we're, you know, summer's ending. Uh, Doesn't feel like it. I, I know. It's a million degrees out here in Los Angeles. Um, I guess while, while we're on the subject of podcasts, I um, my one of my favorite podcasts is In the Thick podcast. is a political one, and they they have a they have something called Nom's Family List where they have like these like kind of how we do like a sec, like a set set of questions that they do for the at the end for their guests, uh -huh. and they were looking for suggestions for what to add to their Nom's Family List, and I said, well, obviously you need La Chancla, but they'd have to give us credit, and I did <laughs> get them. They did think that was a good idea, so oh yeah. yeah. Yes. So that was pretty fun. Woo! Well, let's get started with our interview. Are yes. you excited? Who, who yes. do we have? Who do we have? AB Soto! Woo! Let's go and start with our interview. Well, since we are in this theme of quinceañeras y todo, we have a... Uh, I think we're going to be padrinos from, for this guest, ¿no? Vamos a ser los padrinos oh, yeah. de, de quinceañera. Yes. So with us, well, I want to send out... Before we introduce our guest, I also want to say that if it weren't for my partner, Fernando, mm -hmm. I may have never discovered this amazing... Ah. Artist. So, Fernando, thank you so much. Matraca for the Colombiano. Fernando, the Colombiano. But I'd like to introduce 
none other than A.B. Soto, who's in the house. A.B. Hi. Cha cha bitch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Matraca bitch. Yes. Awesome. So, A.B., thank you so much for being on uh, Tamarindo Podcast. Of course. Thanks for having me. Tell us, tell us about you. For those of you that don't know, for those of you who, uh, who are living under a rock, obviously. Obviously. Who don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, who don't follow watch TV or follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Who are you? Tell us. Uh, I am a uh, Los Angeles native, uh, performance artist. I mix fashion, music, art um, into one big blender of a performance. Mm, nice. Sounds like a margarita. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know, right? So um, tell us a little bit about where you grew up. How did you end up here? Like, How did you end up becoming like this... Internet sensation and everything else. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so uh, I grew up in East L.A. We moved around a bit, so kind of all of L.A. here and there. Uh, I studied fashion. Uh, then I kind of quit that to be a backup dancer. Still always love fashion and art and music and dance, you know, so just kind of dabbling in all of it, uh, trying to find my way. Um, and then I started writing music, and before you know it... Um, my first song, Banji Power, just kind of took off. And so I started making videos and kind of just putting it all together. So the fashion, the dance, and the music, I kind of just incorporated it all. And, you know, I had a lot to say, and I still have a lot to say. So uh, that's kind of how everything came to be. What's this Banji? Tell us about Banji. So this is your first song? So, yeah, Banji Power was the first song. And it was just like at that time, you know, me and my friends, and uh, I was... Uh, you know, I, like growing up, I have uh, I grew up with a bunch of different friends around me, different cultures, and a lot of my friends were, you know, banji and you know, very that. And uh, I was also inspired by Paris is Burning, and uh, yes. a, a lot of people always thought because I had this, you know, this like rough around the edges kind of like vibe that I was originally from New York, you know. And I was like, no, I think it's just like you know the people I'm around and what I'm inspired by and my friends and everything like that. Um, and so I was inspired to make a song about, you know, being banji and what that means, but also kind of remaking that and not have it be so, you know, uh, categorized to a specific race or time, you know, because obviously it comes from New York City, it originated in New York City uh, through a film called Paris is Burning. And uh, so basically just the lingo of all of that, I always been inspired by gay history and wanting to reinvent what it means to be gay, what it means to be Latino, what it means to just kind of like evolve within, you know, gay culture. Yeah, I think you really have done that very well in your music videos. And uh, right now that you mentioned that you've always been a fan of Paris is Burning, for those of you guys that don't know, Paris is More, uh, Burning is a documentary on Netflix. Definitely recommend watching it. Great piece of history. Um, so I could totally, now that you're mentioning that you've always been a fan of Paris is Burning, I can see that. Even more so. Like, I saw it before, but now it makes sense. Like, I can connect the two. Yeah. So that, that, that's great. Um, so you were in fashion. Yes. How, like, why did you change from, like, fashion to music? Uh, because, well, hmm, let's see. Well, there's a bunch of different little factors, but I remember one day there was my boss at the time, and it's so funny because I just recently uh, came across, she messaged me on Facebook. She's like, oh, my God, you're doing so well. Like, do you remember me? <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Of course I remember you. Like, that one conversation we had on our way to lunch, she said, I remember her tell, me telling her, 
um, I was like, hey, I have an audition and I kind of want to dance and like I have to kind of like leave early today. And, you know, I'm sorry that I'm taking a lot of time off, but like I kind of need to focus on dancing because I just feel like that's a little bit of my calling and I really need to like, like pursue that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and she stopped me dead in my tracks and she said, you know what? She said, go and be famous. Go and perform. Go and try that because you can always come back to fashion and you can, you know, design behind a desk when you're older. But go and do it. And here I am. Wow. So that's so cool. Yeah. And she just literally messaged me and I was just like, "Uh, yeah, I remember you. And I told her that story. I always remember that conversation you told me at lunch. And, you know, I'd been auditioning for a while and I'd been, you know, just kind of like figuring out like what my passion was and everything like that. So although I love fashion and I, uh, I, was, I was making pretty good money at that time, I just needed to have my days free so that I can audition and just kind of like learn how to dance and everything like that. So it, I had to force myself and kind of quit, uh, even though I loved it. But uh, I knew I could always come back around. And now I incorporate fashion in my music and my videos and I make the costumes or I'll like pick out different, you know, designers that I like to work with. So I'm still doing it, but not as a full-time day job, you know? Tell, tell us about the fashion in, in your music videos and your look and, and um, how you're maybe using it to lift some Latino views. And, and I mean, to me, at least that's what yeah. I see. So tell yeah. us about that. So I like to kind of like rebel against the norm when it comes to like genres of music or like just fashion trends or everything like that. There's always this like stereotypical role of what a gay guy should dress like, what a Latino gay guy should dress like, or what just like a a, a Latino should dress like. You know, there's always, there's so many rules within fashion, even within like the gay community. It's like, are you a twink? Are you a bear? Are you a cub? Are you like leather? Are you like femme? Are you butch? It's just Damn. like, and, and and every one of those categories, like, you have to dress a certain way. You know, if you're a bear, you have to, like, dress this way, and it's like, blah, blah, blah. Or if you're, like, a dandy, it has to be. And so, like, for me, it's just like, no, I'm a little bit of this, I'm a little bit of that. Sometimes I'm WeHo, sometimes I'm Silver Lake, sometimes, <laughs> I'm, sometimes I'm Bushwick, you know? And sometimes I'm, like, East LA El Mercadito. You know what I'm saying? Love so it's it. like, for me, it's just like, don't pigeonhole me or put me in a box. Like, I'm multicultural. I'm like, you know, I, I love all genres of music, different cultures. Just because I grew up in East L.A. doesn't mean that, you know, I don't have an education, that I'm not very evolved. Like, you know what I'm saying? So for me, I feel like I represent a lot of these people that... um I just basically want to, like, break every stereotype that there ever was created on Earth. Like, I just no want to do that. <laughs> break, the, break the barriers. Right, yeah. right, no right. Walls. There's no walls building around. No walls. <laughs> hello, hello. So mm-hmm. I think for me, you know, fashion is, like, a very simple, easy way to do that. You know, it's like you put something on and you kind of confuse people and they're like, whoa, you know, and then it ends up becoming a Halloween costume. So uh, for me, I feel like fashion is just another, like, silent performance to kind of you know, let people know a little bit about you. So, yeah. So I think that that's great that you're breaking this mold and you're absolutely right. I mean, if you're a twink, you dress this way. If you're a bear, you dress this way. And, you know, all these different uh, types, right? Um, So it's funny because before coming here, uh, my partner and I were at my parents' house and uh, we were, we put on uh, YouTube on the, on the TV and uh, we, we played cha-cha bitch to my mom. And we're like, mira, te vamos a enseñar who we're going to interview, Right. So before YouTube started, there was like a picture of you, and she was like, "Ay, está bien guapo," Aww. you know. <laughs> and then, and then, um, Chacha bitch starts, and she's like, "Ay, he's gay." 
<laughs> so you, you breaking Wait, that I'm not note? Gay. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, cut. Yeah, cut. No we're done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> so you're absolutely right. I mean, that's that's awesome that you're breaking this mold because you're whoever you feel like being that so day. Yeah. See. Right. So, so yo. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So for me, it's just like you know. Uh, just working in Hollywood or just like even the guys I date, you know, it's like they have this preconceived notion of like who I am, what I should look like, what I should sound like, you know, and I like to just kind of like, you know, be myself and kind of not necessarily keep people guessing, but just I don't like to limit myself to one type of style when it comes to anything in life, whether it's like the food I eat, the clothing I I wear, what I listen to or even the people I date, you know. It's just like life is so beautiful to try so many different things. Why pigeonhole yourself, you know? Why let people pigeonhole you in the first place, you know? True, so true. And I think you could totally tell from your music. I mean... Listening to a lot of your music, it's it's so like ev- like everywhere, right? Yes. And it's great to On hear. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. it's great to hear. Um, like, uh, for example, Chacha Bitch, right? Yeah. I mean, that's let's talk about Chacha. Yeah, yes, let's, let's talk, talk about, about Chacha Bitch. Let's, let's, talk, about let's talk about all those outfits. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite <laughs> one is um, the mariachi one, the the black the, with yes, silver. The black Damn, sequence, that is beautiful. Yes. That is awesome. Yes, that's that is, like a yes. great um, uh, charro Chacha Bitch mm-hmm. moment yes. for me. Yes. Um, but how did this song c- come about? So, Cha Cha Bitch. Um, so, this album, Mr. Soto, which is so weird because it almost came out, what, two years ago? In February, it'll be two years. But uh, so, I, I was working on it for a while. And the reason I wanted to go uh, more Latin on this album was because, honestly, I was just kind of sick and tired how people were like, what does AB stand for? Um, okay, and- I'm not going to ask that. I'm <laughs> stretching it now. <laughs> I mean, it's short for Abran. My last name is Soto, A.B. Soto. But that's like a Latin thing where it's like Abraham, A.B., A.B. Quintanilla. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like. Mm -hmm. um, And so I also was kind of over like people asking what ethnicity are you or like, you know, people think I'm Arabic. People think I'm Filipino. Like people think I'm Mexican like last. I'll get Puerto Rican or Dominican like before I get Mexican. Right. So I kind of was just I was just kind of like. I, I just want to shut everybody up. And it was just going to be like, the album's going to be called Mr. Soto. And they're going to know, <laughs> oh, Mr. Soto. So then AB must be his first name. But some people still don't get it. They're like, but what does AB stand for? I'm like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> so also, too, like, I'd been traveling a lot. And I was living in New York. But then I was kind of finally, like, coming back home. And, you know, it was just kind of like, for me, kind of doing a full circle of, like, coming back home and kind of, like, being okay with... The, my surroundings and the cards I was dealt with and, and, and growing up in, in, in East L.A. and like a Latin home and losing my dad really early. Um, and I kind of just wanted to embrace everything that everyone like always made me feel bad for accept, accepting my heritage. So I was like, this album, just I'm just going to like put that out there and like I'm going to get people into my experience, you know? Beautiful. So, thank you. So when I, I decided to write Cha-Cha Bitch, I like... I knew I wanted to do like a real like upbeat like dance like Latin song, but I don't even know what that means, Latin song. But it was just like the kind of music that I listened to growing up. So I just I was on the treadmill and I was like I had this beat <laughs> and I like was just writing to it and I was like, what is this song gonna be? You know, and I was just kind of playing with it and I was just like, cha cha, five, six, cha cha. And I literally was jogging when that came to me and I was like, and I messaged my producer and I was like, okay, can we record tomorrow? Cause like I have it. I like I got it. 
So that's how Cha Cha Bitch came to be. And it was just about, you know, inspiring like all like my Latin friends and just kind of like being okay with being Latin, but like, you know, being a product of like my upbringing, my generation, you know, being born and, and, and uh, growing up in, in the United States. Like that was my experience, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we all have that one cha-cha bitch friend on the dance floor, you know? There's always that one girl. There's always that one girl. There's always that one girl. Like, boy, girl. Yeah. There's always that one queen, you know, uh, boy or girl, any race that just hears a Latin song and they're like, this is my song. And they become J-Lo. They become Thalia. There's always that one friend. And I kind of wanted to celebrate that, you know? It's like, it's like, it's it's a a beautiful thing, you know? Um, And so that's how cha-cha came to be. Well, you could totally tell uh, from Mr. Soto that the influence is very Latino. I mean, you have on here Tu Presa Fasi, which I I was mesmerized by because I remember listening to that when I was a little kid. Um, I think that's Los Yonix, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, yes. And and you made a song, a cover of this, which is great. Yes, thank you. And then you also have your Sabado Gigante song that has like Elote. (laughs) Yes. Dude, honestly, I wanted to just like run out of the house, yeah. crank that shit up, and yeah. find me a freaking elotero. Okay, nice. yes. yeah. So, so the funny thing about uh, Los Yonix, uh, that song. Uh, so, when I was little, my mom took me to. We went to Mexico to visit my family, and I remember. I think we 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 landed in, in Tijuana or something like that. But that song, like, I remember listening to it and hearing it, like whether it was like at my grandma's or something, and I was just like, it always stuck to me. And the melody was just really nice, and it's one of those songs that just kind of like stayed with me, right? Um, and then, uh, as far as Sabo Gigante, like. I uh, I just really wanted to, like, celebrate the nostalgia of, like, being at home and, like, being a kid. And I was like, if I write a song about my experience growing up in East L.A., like, what was it? And it was <laughs> always, like, that Saturday when it was just, like, you had no school. Like, mom was cleaning. And, like, you know, we, like had dinner and it was like Sabalo Gigante came on and it was just like I was introduced to like all these different interviews and artists and blah 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 and it was just like my my first like like what I remember of like the vision of like the outside world and what entertainment and arts was so I was always just kind of like mesmerized by it you know so I, I wanted to celebrate that and just kind of you know, just just talk about that. Yeah, I know. And who, what, what uh, Latin person growing up in the United States cannot identify with that? Right. With Sabado Gigante yes. speaking to them and, and the elotero, them, yes. but also the multiculturalism about right. being Latino and all yeah. the different cultures within it, yeah. and then the the super exaggerated like you know, beauty, beauty, bamba bodies of the right. women and the yeah. <laughs> Like, Oops. all of that. It was just so, you know, just like the, the even like I was inspired by like Trival sound and everything yes. like yes. that. That's what I hear with cha-cha. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I so it. I was just like, I want to put this in there, you know, and I wanted to introduce like all the people that know me from like, you know, uh, uh, all like my other earlier work, you know, the banjee sound and like, you know, Butch, Butch, uh, Butch Beat. And, you know, Honey Boo Boo and all these fans that, like, have, have, have gotten to know me. Um, I wanted them to get into, like, my music and turn them onto something new, you know? Which is kind of like how I grew up listening to music, you know? I grew up listening to all these sounds. So I kind of wanted to inspire my friends to, hey, get into this sound real quick, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's, that, that, that was a, a really fun time. 
And I mean, I, I, I totally get it because you're absolutely right. What you're just saying right now that like you grew up with all these sounds, you grew up with, you know, sounds in English outside mm -hmm. of your home. But then mm -hmm. inside your home, you grew up with Los Yonics. Right. I grew up with Los Yonics. Right. I grew up with cumbias, you know, norteñas yeah. and yeah. so on and so forth. So I can totally hear that <laughs> mix and, and, and it makes it so much so relatable to me. Um, the other song that I wanted to hear a little bit more about and where your inspiration came from for this particular song is um, See Me. Yes. I love that song. I love the message behind it. And it just kind of reminds me of uh, Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation. <laughs> like, but, but the message is just so great. It's like yeah. it's telling me it's okay to be me. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Where did, how, how did that come about? So, uh, see me, first of all, I love 90s house, just house music in general. Amazing. Like, just, yeah, so, <laughs> right, so me. Um, and so I wanted to do, like, just a fun, upbeat, like, 90s house, like, early MTV, like, song, right? Um, and the idea behind see me uh, was just, you know, just kind of being unfiltered and letting just everyone around me, like, really see me. I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm really comfortable with my own skin and to inspire other people to feel that same way. Um, uh, I wanted to write a song about just kind of being unscripted, uninhibited, vulnerable. Like, there's so much strength in being vulnerable and allowing your fans to see you who you really are, um, your boyfriend, your family. Just even when you're at a bar, at a club, it's like, are you there, like like pretending to be someone you're not or are you just really there like being exposed, you know? And so I wanted to kind of just embrace that and um, that's that's how I came up with See Me. Great song. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. great, great song. <laughs> um, so we also wanted to know, when did you come out? I came out when I was 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, I came out, it's, 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 it's a really like kind of complicated story, but uh, my dad passed away that night. I was 16, and I, my my mom had, uh, you know, her because they were divorced. So my mom had she came over and uh, she had her new partner there, and then my brother was there with his girlfriend, and then I was there, and like everyone's bawling, we're I'm bawling, but I like my partner wasn't there, and so like my boyfriend at that time. He was like, are you okay? Like, do you need me to come over? And I was just kind of like, well, he can't really come over because they don't know I'm gay. And I was like, you know what? No. Like, I just, I can't live this way. Like, this is not. So I pulled my mom aside. I was like, mom, come here. And she's like, what's going on? And I was like, okay, so my what's his name is coming. And I want you to know that that's my boyfriend. And I just need you to know that. And so it was just kind of very matter of fact, like, this needs to happen, right? And so she started crying. And she just was like, oh, my God, like, I'm so glad you told me. And I was like, I hope nothing changes. And she's like, no, if anything, we're closer. So I kind of just got that all out of the way, you know? And then I knew at that moment, I was like, like, I'm dealing with the death of my dad, which is like the worst thing I could ever possibly deal with at this moment, right? So I just need to kind of like get another scary thing out of the way and then I can like fully just kind of like move forward. And there was this kind of like light kind of moment in such a dark time that after that, like that just gave me so much strength and confidence after that to just kind of live my life. So I came out when I was 16. Damn. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great story. And, and that's so story. brave. Yeah. So brave, man. That's, that's, yeah. that's crazy. That's, that's, I mean, I can't even imagine like no. coming out at that age. Like, and, and, balls and, out. And, and it's during such a crazy yeah, moment night. in your I life. Mean, now that I think about it, I think maybe I would have been a little more, no, I mean, I don't regret it, but like, I don't even know. I think it was just like something within me that was just like, this needs to happen. It wasn't like I needed to selfishly come out. I was just like, I need someone to hold my hand here while I'm like yeah. bawling, right? So it just, I, I, I think 
the plan, the universe had a plan for me, and you know, he made me come out. They made me come out. The universe made me come out at that time, and that's what, that's how it is. You yeah. know, that was wow. <laughs> so heavy. I know. Oh, uh, so coming from East LA yeah. and all oh, your your history, mm-hmm. and um, are are you I'm connecting with with other young boys? And, and that are maybe like feeling inspired by like, oh my god, there's someone that's from my community yes. that with the same sort of experiences that also mm-hmm. watched Tabo Gigante growing up yes. and I feel some courage and some support. Yes. yes. Uh so like when I was making all my earlier work, you know, a lot of people didn't know I was Latino, so uh or, or Mexican uh, specifically. So a lot of fans that I have now didn't really tap into me because, you know, it's like especially when you do music, it's like you you only listen to the people that you identify with. So if you don't identify with the sound you're just kind of like going to go to something that you identify with right so i wanted to make sure that all these people knew that hey even though i'm singing like the, the first stuff was like very like ballroom music and it was cunty and it was very housey and bogey and um, the second stuff was very experimental and underground like i wanted people to know hey just so you know like i'm mexican and this is like the sound that i have but like you know like i made this album specifically for that reason, to reach these younger kids that need role models that, you know, I didn't have when I was growing up. You know, there was, you know, I was only looking up to all these like pop divas because that's all that there was out there, you know, and it wasn't really accept. It was not accepted to be gay in in mainstream, uh, in a mainstream performing arts career and as an actor or music. So um, I, uh, I wanted to make sure that all these kids, you know, had someone to look up to and not necessarily that I want to be a role model but just to kind of inspire other people to like create their own role models and and have them be okay with being Latino and being feminine and being feminine in a very machismo home and things like that so I wanted to be very clear uh, uh, about what I had to say and uh, yeah I have a, a, a lot of fans that reach out to me and they say hey you know what I live in Texas and you made it okay for me to like come out to my parents you know I love wearing makeup and like I feel comfortable and when I, I listen it. to your That's music awesome. and we I wear makeup you know for that? yes <laughs> matraca <laughs> matraca for right, right. yeah, yeah. so awesome. so it's really cool um, because you know people see like oh who's this like Latino kid and then they like listen to your music and then like oh my god I identify with this person you know so um, I like to do that with my work to kind of like uh, put on a visual and have you know people be attracted to the visual and then once they stay for the visual then they get to hear what I have to say and that um, uh, is, is very uh, it's powerful you know yeah and I think I, I also really appreciate the fact that it's um, you, uh, showing your Mexican roots specifically mm-hmm. because yeah. I think first of all there's not too many uh, right. Latino mm-hmm. Uh, gay performing artists in right. the mainstream, right? And then when they are, I feel like I just automatically think they're Puerto, like Puerto Ricans, right? Like, you don't see Mexicans, right? Right. And, I, and, um, right. and so I think yeah, there is something quite special with you, totally connected yeah. to mariachi and yeah. like those those very and specific, embracing it, yeah. Yeah. embracing it, yeah, yeah, definitely. So speaking of people that empower you and that uh, you know that you inspire you. Mm-hmm. You recently were on RuPaul's Drag Race season yes. eight. Yes. And uh, my partner and I, we watch religiously. Mm-hmm. And every time there's a Latina drag queen, we're yes. always obviously rooting for her. Right. 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 But then you came out yes. and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, there's somebody that looks like us. Yeah. Like, how was that experience? 
It was so much fun. Uh, we had to keep it secret for so long. Uh, How did you do that? I just, I had to, you know. It was just, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but um, it was fun. It was just, you know, I had recorded the song with RuPaul, my producer and I. We, you know, re- recorded the song. And then um, they were filming Drag Race and they called and they were like, hey, do you want to be on the next episode? And I was like, uh, yeah, I would love to. So I was like, what do I need to know? Like, what do I do? Blah, blah, blah. And they were just like, just come in. It's going to be like a dance off thingy. And then like, you know, it's going to be super fun. And I was like, okay, okay. Do I need to do this? And they were just like, come. And I was like, okay, fine. So <laughs> I showed up and that was the first moment. Like nothing, none of that is ever rehearsed. So literally like when I walk into the room, it's like one take. Like that's wow. I met all the girls. You know, I didn't even meet the girls. I I literally just stood in front of them and I was just kind of like in between takes. I was like, do I even know any of these girls? Like, cause I didn't know their names or anything. Like I'm literally just being introduced to all of them there. So it was all so fast, uh, but it was really fun. And uh, yeah, I'm so blessed. I love that. Wow. Well, yeah. but producer Jeff, is it possible for us to do a dance off to cha cha pit? I want I want him to judge us. I think it'd be hilarious. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Fernando has to be a contestant too. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll do it for Instagram. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and for motivating, you know, a lot of people out there. It's amazing. Um, And I think, if I'm not mistaken, your birthday is either coming up or it's past. You're a Libra. Yes, I'm a Libra. Right? So it's coming up, right? Yes, yes. yes. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Why is that, that, Luis? Por qué? Well, because we have a little gift for you. Ah, Oh, let's see it. (laughs) <laughs> this is from, from Luis's very, very amazing shop. A ver, oh, there's a gift sweet. in here. Aww. Open it, open it. And you tell us, see tell us what you, you Describe it for our uh, podcast yes. listeners. Oh, my God. I saw these on your uh, Twitter, I think. Oh, really? Yes, the and hat. on his head. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, uh, w- the, it's embroidery. Yes, it's yes. embroidery. I love it. It's so cool. Uh, Thank trucker you. embroidered uh, baseball cap. Yes. 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 Very cool. Yes. And we also have this for oh you. Oh, my God. That is so awesome. <laughs> yes. Awesome jacket. What are those? What's gonna? What it's are those a satin bomber jacket oh, with yeah. the uh, yes, 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 yes. embroidery with the, on the with back. With the embroidery oh as well. Yes. Cool. Let's take a Get quick picture it. of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Very cool. Very cool gifts. This is from, uh, where are these from? These are from Mercado LA, and so they're embroidery pieces nice. that come directly from Mexico. Awesome. Oh my God, I had to I do my it. shameless plug. Yes, thank you. Mercado <laughs> LA. Oh, thank but you, baby. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And last but not least, we have yes. a couple of questions that we ask every single guest that we have, so yes. I hope you're ready. Yes. Um, if you had a telenovela, yes. or if you were a character in a telenovela, <laughs> what would that name be? Oh, my God. Okay. So I thought about this. Uh, let's see. Let me see. I think... And this is just going to be for funny. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Uh, it, would, it would be maybe two. I have two names. So okay, it would it. be um, Ella Morena. Oh, right, 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 right. Morena. Right. Uh, oh, that's a good hey. name. Right, yes. And then her, and then when she gets really bitchy, she would be perra bien perra. Oh. 
perra. We have to do a hashtag. Ella morena yes. perra bien perra. Very perra bien cool. perra. Yes, yes. And I would probably look a little like Marimar and oh like, God. yeah, yes, just yes. very like, just, just from earthy. From Puerto Rico. Very earthy, kinda, yes. And Puerto Rico, the whole transition, yes. Love it. Yes. Nice. With the caireles too? Yeah, of course. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then our next question is, if... Um, no, wait. What's our next question? Favorite snack. Ah, uh, yeah, see, favorite snack. What's your favorite snack? Uh, favorite snack is probably chips. Uh, anything crunchy. Anything crunchy. So, mm-hmm. like, just any kind of, like, tortilla chips, which is so, like, yeah. Uh, oh, the Takis, yes. Yeah. Uh, flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh, or just like the little Asian crackers, like all the little like uh, mm. seaweed like and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, just like a crunch. I always, I mean, crunchy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. is that your video, yeah. right? Crunchy, where you're wearing a, a quinceañera yeah. dress. That video was actually inspired because every time we would go out, like when I was in New York, I would always like either have chips with me, <laughs> 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 or I would like, like it was, I was, we were just, I was leaving the club and it's like, let's stop at the bodega and get some chips. Like it was always just like that crunchy kind of vibe, mm-hmm. uh, and it was also too like. <laughs> She thinks she all that and a bag of chips kind of crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, nice. That was very that. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, we do have a segment on the Tamarindo podcast where we throw a chancla at a person, a thing, something that's bothering us. Yes. So if you had a chancla, who would you throw it to? It would probably be to that clown, Mr. Trump. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> enough said. Nothing else to be said. Yeah, enough said, man. That guy has so many chanclas. Pinches chanclasos, man. <laughs> and, and lastly, where can people find all your stuff? Uh, abisoto.com. Uh, you can find all my music on iTunes, Amazon, um, Twitter, Abisoto Music, Instagram, Abisoto. Very cool. What, we got any shows coming up? Yes, actually, I'm performing at um, Precinct, uh, right? Yes, Precinct, October 29th. I'm doing like Ooh, a full nice. show. Yes, You're in downtown you have to LA. come. Yes, because like I'm I'm in LA for a while, and I you know I'm traveling a lot, and I do all these like music festivals. But in LA, I it's been a really long time since I've done like a full full show. So I'm performing like eight songs, costume changes, oh my God. Wow. on stage. Yeah, October 29th, that Precinct 29th. in downtown LA. Very yes. cool. And it's gonna be the Halloween party. Night, so it, it'll be like a Halloween costume contest, AB Soto contest. Like, it's gonna be so much fun! Oh my god, awesome! Yes. Yes. It's, like, yes. it's, it's probably like the only show, the last show for the year in LA. So, all the queens, all my LA queens, when are you performing in LA? When are you performing in LA? October 29th at Precinct. Save it. Perfect. Awesome. Well, See thank you, guys you so there. much. It's been super awesome to have you. I hope you enjoyed the Micheladas. Yes, thank you so much. And we yummy, also yummy. had some, some Sour Patch Kids for you. Yes, thank you. We heard you also like those in yes. addition to the crunchy <laughs> chips. Thank you very much for stopping by. Thank you, honey. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, guess what, Luis? You know what, what what special month it is here in the United States? A ver, dime. It's Hispanic Heritage Month. Hey, yes. Yay. We, we're down with that. We're, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Down. Big matraca. Ooh. We have a big matraca and a little matraca. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, one of our other favorite podcasts, which is Another Round, Woo. they did something very fun for Black History Month. It was called Letter, Lesser Known Black History Month Heroes. And what they did is they had these, um, they're fictional, but they were hilarious heroes that they were honoring for Black History Month. Well, we think that we should honor a few of our lesser-known Hispanic Heritage Month heroes also. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, exactly. Because they do that too. Yes. <laughs> shout, shout out to another round. 
So why don't we hear about these less, lesser-known Hispanic heroes, even though their contributions were small. Very important to think of them here on Hispanic Heritage Month. So let me start off by telling you about Macario Lorenzo Zaragoza. Híjole. He is the first man to fit his entire family of 11 into a Volkswagen Beetle in 1963. <laughs> he must be related to my family because we always do that. <laughs> Gracias, Macario. Gracias. Si se puede. So the next one is Lisbeth Mercedes de Leon, first woman to take a lighter to her eyeliner for the ultimate chola wing. Badass. That's a good strategy. Damn, homegirl. Good. Florencia Viviana Zamora, first woman to discipline her child with la chancla. Damn. We got to thank her, man. Matraca for I don't know if Florencia I want to thank Viviana her. Zamora. Gracias, señora. Because of you, I received a lot of chanclazos. <laughs> the next one is Juan de Dios de Santa Clara Ramirez, first man to spot the chupacabra in action. Enjoying Cabrita in his rancho. Oh, I believe. Do you believe? (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Eugenio Casimiro Garcia. First man to dance with his elbows up, side to side. Damn. <laughs> Congratulations to our lesser-known Hispanic History Month heroes. Recognize. So don't sleep. Damn, I like you. I like you, but I really want her. She's that type. I can't tell. Let me get into deep. Take her back to the hotel. All right, Luis, we did it. We're yes. at the we're at La Chancla segment. Ooh. Wrapping it up. Who do you throw a chancla at? <laughs> okay, so Fernando and I just went to the L.A. County Fair. Uh, for those of you guys who, have, who follow us on Instagram can see the Insta story. Um, this was my first time going to a county fair here in the United States. And I don't know, it just, to the organizers, come on, get it together, make it fun, make it more exciting. Like, it just seemed very, like, meh. So, chanclazo to the... All right. What about you? Well, uh, my chancla is very simple. I live in a building where there's probably, let's see, there's 12 floors. Every floor has probably 10 units. And there is two washers and two dryers. Per floor? Per what? No, per building. What? The entire building has two washers, two dryers. I am serious. I am serious. So it is very frustrating considering that these washers and dryers are very busy that they swallow up all of our quarters, okay? You have to like flink it, like like flick Flick it. Flick it. Yeah, flick it. You have to flick the quarter in at just the right sweet spot. For it to swallow it. Although I did get some some revenge because the last time I, I put some, a quarter in, I actually got like three back. <laughs> put one quarter in, I got three back, and I was able to do my laundry. But yeah, let's say chanclazo to SB Lofts <laughs> and their, their, their cheapiness. Because, oh, by the way, as many people have told you, 12 floors, 10 units per floor, one working elevator. One working elevator. Wow. So chanclas to SB Grand. <laughs> Okay, we did it. Yes. We had another episode. Woohoo! Big matraca, big matraca. Yeah, awesome. Well, everybody, write us a review if you like us. If you like us, tell a friend. Please. Tell everybody. 
Share us. Por favor. We are really happy that you're listening to us. Please uh, find us on Twitter, Instagram, hashtag Tamarindo Podcast. You can catch everything that we've got. If you're a new listener, especially, write us a review. We're so happy to, to bring this show to you completely free. It is an act of love. Yes, We spend amor. money to put this on, to be honest, and we are so happy to do it. So please write us a review. Thank you for listening. Gracias. And ponte un suerte. Nos vemos en el SWAT beat. So a very special bonus at the end. If you're listening to the end, you're going to get to hear our super awesome dance-off that we did. Of course, I'm going to win. Of course, yeah, win. right. So you're going to hear the, the dance-off, and uh, we alluded it a little bit to it in our interview with A.B. Soto. So listen to how that went down. And also be on the lookout for the videos, because we have video! You gotta judge producer Jeff, Luis, and Brenda. <laughs> Don't judge me. You're gonna describe what's going on. Okay. 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 Hey, yeah. Yes, yes, she's giving princesa. Ella. <laughs> great, great, great. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yes. Fantasy cha-cha, bitch. Ow! <laughs> Yay, she served, she served. Five, six, come on, here we go. Yes. Cha-cha, bitch. <laughs> there it is, there it is. <laughs> You gotta mix it up a little. Yes, I love that. Yes, yes. Oh, everyone, everyone. Because <laughs> it's all about having fun, and you guys totally did that. Yes. Cuando mi arrendador dijo que el alquiler podría ser más barato si fuéramos amigos con beneficios. Había oído hablar de acoso sexual en el lugar de trabajo, pero en mi casa. Eso es discriminación en la vivienda basada en el sexo. La gente de bienes raíces dijo que estaríamos más cómodos viviendo en un vecindario diferente con gente como nosotros. Por suerte conocíamos nuestros derechos. Es ilegal asustar a los posibles propietarios para que se alejen de ciertos vecindarios en función de raza o nacionalidad. Si usted cree que sufrió discriminación o tiene preguntas sobre sus derechos, comuníquese con Fair Housing Foundation, Fundación de Vivienda Justa, al 800-446-3247 o también en línea en fhfca.org. La vivienda justa es su derecho. Este es un anuncio de servicio público de Fair Housing Foundation y respaldado por el Departamento de Vivienda y Desarrollo Urbano HUD bajo la subvención de FIPPI, FPEI, 220099. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com.
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit MFM.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.